Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show, as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. It's Victory Monday. Yes, Victory Monday. I love the sound of that, especially in December. Well, it feels a lot better than <laughs> uh, last week, at least. Uh, oh, God. They righted the ship, so to speak. You know, they, they played good yesterday. They, they were pretty dominant, right? You went 30 to nothing, it's dominance. It's, it's absolute dominance. I mean, yesterday, the defense was just not having any of it. After that late performance on Monday of last week. I mean, they really did write the ship. Boy, they they got focused on what they had to do. You know, the Jets are coming off of a win from last week, right? Their quarterback had right. probably one of the best games of his NFL career last week. Yep. So you're looking at this game, and, you know, you're looking at it in regard to the amount of injuries that we had all over the place. Both safeties out, X-Man out. Three out of your four starters in the secondary are done. Your offensive line is in shambles. Uh, Eichenberg and um, Armstead, thank goodness, came back um, yesterday, which was incredibly important because otherwise, I don't know what what would have came of that offensive line. So those those were important guys. It, it's funny that you know you're we're even saying that you know Eichenberg is important because the drop-off even after him is going to go even further down. So um, now he becomes a vital part of that offensive line going forward because he's, you know, he's your starter. He's your guy. That's it. <laughs> you know, when you come into this football game, the Jets are riding high. They're coming off of a big win last week. We're banged up all over the place. And you're thinking, man, tell you what, after that Monday night game, there's questions, right? And they went out and they just absolutely dominated, maybe played 
their best football game of the season on both sides. You know, just very, very to the bone, nothing spectacular, and a 30 nothing victory, Mike. You got to love it, right? You swept the Jets, and we always like to sweep the Jets. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it kept them in, in decent position as, as far as uh, positioning for a playoff spot. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the fact is, is that, you know, the Jets, it's funny because they're at five wins. So yeah. they're getting just enough wins this season to not be at the top of that draft next year, which is always a good thing. You know, we want <laughs> New England maybe to win one or two more, too, so they don't really get a shot at one of the really good quarterbacks, maybe, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> unlikely, though. I, yeah. I, I kind of think they're half-tanking. Who, the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, who knows? I mean, Belichick probably won't be there next year. Yeah, I don't think he's staying with New England. I think that, I think that ship sailed. Yeah, so the Jets, you know, as I said, they, they're at five wins. Maybe they win a couple more. They're not going to get uh, a top, top draft pick, you know, at the very, very top of the draft. So that's a good thing. They're winning just enough. But for us to sweep them and to dominate them the way we did yesterday was, was fantastic. You know, you look at the numbers, Mike. Okay, we had 290 total yards offense yesterday. Two had 213 yards passing. Yep. You won 30 nothing. That's yep. it. Yep. You know, the, the, the amount of yardage, the amount of completions, the amount of anything means nothing. What matters is that score. Well, I'll tell you something that I think means something, and that was their yardage on the ground. Uh, they averaged something like 2.8 yards per carry when they've been averaging over five. Yeah. And that's the result of the injuries on the offensive line, I believe. Well, throw in the fact that the Jets are pretty solid, Mike, yep. on the defensive side. And the fact that you have Tyreek Hill off the field allows guys to cheat a little bit, per se. Agreed. Right? Agreed. You know, safeties can come up a little bit. I mean, they did get – Waddle did burn them on quite a few occasions, but there's a big difference when the cheetah's out there along with Waddle. Yep. So, you know, you're looking at a situation where the Jets were probably saying, hey, look, they're, they're going to run the ball a lot more than they normally do, and we're going to, you know, bunch sure. the box a little bit more. So that definitely had an effect on it, I would think. Um you know, the fact is, you know, they ran the ball, Mike, 26 times, and they threw the ball 26 times. So very, very balanced offense. Tua was exceptionally good yesterday, 21 of 24, three incompletions the whole day against, like I said, a pretty good defense. Efficient. Don't yes. have to throw the ball 40 times, right? In the red zone, Mike, inside the 10-yard line. We hand the ball to Mostert. What does he do? He scores touchdowns. <laughs> we don't have to pass the ball inside the 10. Mike, I got to tell you, you know, Tua's made incredible improvements, you know, throwing the deep ball. You know, he's hitting guys in stride, which is something that he hasn't done in years past. But I got to tell you, I mean, inside that 10-yard line, inside the 5-yard line, I'd, I'd love to look at numbers and see where he's at because, to me, he doesn't seem to do very well when it's all bunched up and he's looking at a bunch of different things going on, you know? Um, unless there's a, a nice play to where they have a guy doing an out 
uh, where they're doing a crisscross or something to that effect. But I think they're much more effective running the football inside the 10-yard line. And Mostert's proven that, uh, you know, he's capable of getting the job done over and over again. And what has he got, 21 touchdowns now on the season? I thought it was 20, but it might be 21. Um, I just know it's, it's the most ever by a Dolphin. Yeah, he had two more yesterday. I don't know what his number was at prior to going in the yesterday, but Mike, I got to tell you, I mean, you know, that's that's the way I to go. I think he was at 18 and he's now at 20. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we were we were at that game where Clayton set the record uh, with with 18 against the Cowboys. Yes, 18 receiving touchdowns. Wow. And he caught his last one very very late. That was just yep. So awesome to see. Yeah, he had a great game that night. It was great, absolutely great. But props, I mean, props, to, props to Mostert. He's 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 earned uh, the. You know, I mean, he did it in fourteen games, so <laughs> that's a legitimate record. You know, he he's got three games left, Mike. Yeah, and he's at twenty touchdowns rushing. Yeah. I believe he's got two more receiving. Yeah. So he's he's at like twenty two touchdowns this year. And he's about 30-some-odd yards, 34 yards short of a 1,000-yard season with three games left to go. So, I mean, you, you talk about MVPs across the board, right? You talk yeah. about Tua, and, of course, Tyreek Hill comes to mind. But I got to tell you, Mostert, this season has been just as important as any of these guys. Because yeah, I agree with that. We've but seen them part struggle. Part of Hill's success helps Mostert, you know, and his yes. success helps Hill. It kind of goes hand in hand. Yep, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 an absolute necessity to have a running game inside the 10-yard line and um, being successful inside the 10-yard line. I mean, he gets into the end zone. It's yes, that simple. We've yep. seen in many years past where they just – over and over again have failed. And their offensive line, Mike, hasn't been at full strength at all at, at any point this season. <laughs> no. So even more credit to him, you know, for getting into the end zone behind kind of a makeshift offensive line most of the time. He's not Lasaka polite, but he's pretty good. He's he's damn good. <laughs> I got to tell you, he's, he's, he's getting the job done. Can't say enough about that fella. Offensive side, Waddle. Another guy that just stepped up in a big, big way yesterday. Wow. I mean, eight catches, 142 yards, and, a, and an outstanding touchdown that kind of like sealed their fate. At that point, I believe it was 14 nothing or 10 nothing actually, when he caught that touchdown. And when they got down 17 nothing, you knew that uh, they were going to have a real hard time uh, catching up to us at that point without a question of a doubt. So, you know, all the credit to Waddle. I mean, a big, big game. Uh, Smythe had some nice catches. I was just going to say that. Don't forget Smythe. He had a good game yesterday. Yeah, four catches for 32 yards. And then, you know, a mixture of, of Cedric Wilson and and Barrios had one catch. Claypool had a couple. I mean, yeah, A-Chan had three for 30. I mean, nothing over the top spectacular. Waddle led the way. And he stepped up in a big, big way. I mean, you know, 1A, 1A, 1A was gone. 1B stepped up to 1A and absolutely did the job yesterday on the offensive side. So That caught me by surprise a little bit. I really didn't expect him to have quite the game that he had. 
Who, Waddle? Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they listen, They right out of the gate, they came out throwing the ball to him in the flat. Yep. And uh, kind of set the tone on the offensive side, you know, getting him the football. He just continued to play well. And in the second half, Mike, I mean, it just wasn't necessary to throw the ball and to even have him on the football field. Otherwise, he, he could have went for 200 yesterday Probably. as far as I was concerned. Yep. Um, he, w- he was killing him. He was absolutely killing him. I mean, eight catches, 142 yards. It's almost 20 yards of reception. I mean, that's a pretty good number there, you know? We're talking a lot about the offense, but, uh, you know, the defense pitched a shutout. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a step back for just a couple minutes, and we'll be right back. Well, the defense absolutely set the tone yesterday in regard to just right out of the gate. I mean, first series, Chubb with the hit and the fumble. Then the Jets, for some ridiculous reason, on their second possession, decide to fake a punt, and the defense, the special teams, stuff them, right? Yeah. On their third possession, Chubb gets a sack. On their fourth possession, Siler gets a sack. And these are all three and outs, mind you, Mike. So, you know, at that point, you're thinking, my goodness, this this offensive line just is going to get dominated all day long, and that's exactly what happened. So they Mm -hmm. did an outstanding job. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. Fun to watch. You know, the fact that we had three, three of our starters out in the secondary made this all that much more important, the fact that the defensive line just dominated the way they did. Because if, they hadn't, if it hadn't happened, then you're looking at some situations there in the secondary where we're not, you know, we're not at full strength. And right. obviously, you, know, you can take advantage of that, but they never even had opportunities, Mike, 90% of the time because of the amount of pressure that the defensive line was putting on the Jet quarterbacks, both of them, whether it be Simeon or Wilson. Yep. They had a total, Mike, you're talking about the defense. They had a total of 103 offensive yards yesterday. 103. Tough to do. And Brees Hall, six attempts, 12 yards. This is two weeks in a row where we've basically just taken – the other team's running backs right at right out of the picture. I mean, Derrick Henry averaged two yards a carry last week. Yeah, um, we didn't win the football game, but that wasn't the factor in in us losing. You know, they're doing a great job playing run defense, and they have to continue to do that going forward because um, you know you're you're facing Pollard next week. You've got Lamar Jackson and the way yep. he scrambles around the following week, and then you've got. Josh Allen and this kid Cook is just coming on like a, a beast. I mean, he looked phenomenal yesterday against Dallas. Yes, he did. Running and catching the football. So, you know, if the Dolphins plan on winning any of these games going forward, the run defense is going to have to be as stout as they, as they have been over the last couple of weeks. And really over the season for the most part. Um, I really don't think a lot of teams have run the ball very well against us this year. I don't think so either. Our problem's been in the secondary at times, but um, you know, I can't think of a guy that's really had a great football game against us. Mike, can you? I mean, even in our losses, Kansas great, City. No, no I, I can't think of a great performance. No, but, uh, you know, Mahomes, like you just said, you know, he's, he's good any time he hits the field. Yeah. 
Um, in regard to running backs, though, I'm trying to – I don't think – Josh Allen in the first game. Yeah, I mean, their their running game, I think, was was pretty good that day. Um, you know, Philadelphia, I don't remember them getting an awful lot of yards rushing against us either, but it, it's neither here nor there. They've done a pretty damn good job for the most part this season, and, and it's, you know what, well, it's you know, encouraging. Two defensive tackles are playing well. Sealer's playing well, and Wilkins yes. is playing well uh, for the most part. And then the ends are doing a great job too. I think yeah. Van Ginkle and and uh, Chubb. I mean, across that defensive line, Mike. My goodness. I mean, imagine if Phillips was still around. I mean, they're they're just all playing at a really high level. Right. That's now. a piece we're missing. Yeah, absolutely. And ba- you know what? Riley's filled in extremely well for Baker. I think so too. Um, which is a positive going forward. Yeah. Um, you know, the two safeties, Brandon Jones and Campbell. Speaking of that, Riley had an elite grade yesterday. Yeah. What did you say it was, 90.9? 90.9, yes. I mean, outstanding. Absolutely Chubb had a 94 on the defense. So, yeah. Both those guys played their asses off. You got to love it. I mean, you have to love it. It was an, it was an absolute need football game. We needed to win yesterday. You know, if in fact you hadn't, you're in a world of trouble uh, with the way the games went down yesterday. Cleveland wound up winning. Houston wound up winning. A lot of the teams that are really shooting for those playoff spots. It's uh, crazy. Indianapolis wound up winning. Um, you know, Pittsburgh lost. Trying to think of who else lost yesterday. That was real. Oh, Denver. Denver lost as well. So, you know, their playoff hopes are kind of diminishing at this point um, with those losses. But, you know, for us, you know, we've just got to keep going forward and, and plogging along here and, and winning football games. I mean, it's it's an absolute necessity. Um, you know, everything else will take care of itself as long as, you know, you're yeah, winning they've games. they've got to fortify that offensive line. We need some of those players back. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you know, because I mean, that's that's going to be our trouble spot if we don't uh, find a way to shore it up. You got to expect Hunt Hunt's week to week, right? So yep. Hunt's coming back. I mean, obviously Williams is done for the year, but you do have Hunt coming back, and and Hunt's a major major player on across our offensive line, and Armstead's back as of right now. So as of right now. Yeah, you're you're in a you're in a pretty solid position right now, and then of course you've got uh, the other guard. Um, who is it? Wynn? Yeah, well, yeah, if he, he's hurt, if, but yeah, yeah. If they decide to bring him back, and with the way the offensive line is banged up, Mike, I know they only have one move left. Yeah, you know, I I don't know what route they're going to go with Do that. You bring him back? Do you bring Baker back? I mean, a lot yeah. of decisions they have to make. I think it has a lot to do with how healthy one of them is. And, you know, right now, Mike, if you look at it and you look at the way Riley has stepped in and played, and then you look at how Lester Cotton has stepped in and played at the guard (laughs) position and Robert Jones, you kind of – you would almost have to sway towards bringing the offensive lineman back, you know, if you're basing it solely on that. Now – I think I would too because of depth – you know, you bring him back, it uh, solidifies some depth. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he was a starter before he got it. Right, and, and so. he probably would be when he comes back. But, you know, right. Cotton or whoever would go back to the bench and, and provide yes. depth in the case it's needed. 
Yes. I mean, if Riley continues to play the way he is, um, and, and I hate the fact that it's going to come down to that, you know, as the season progresses. But who knows? I mean, Baker may not be ready. I mean, a lot of it, I'm sure, ha- will have to do with how healthy they are. Sure. Once they're able to come off. And if it's, you know, if it's still going to be another two, three weeks after they're capable of coming off, you know, they're, they're allowed to come off of IR. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be based on that as well. But as far as necessity right now, I would think that the offensive line, it would be much more important uh, to get, you know, win back than, say, Baker because the defense is just playing at a very high level and there's a ton of really good football players on that side of the football field. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, as you look at the standings, Mike, you know, with 10 wins, you know, you've got – You've got Pittsburgh at seven and seven. Uh, they hurt themselves yesterday. Denver is at seven and seven. I mean, even if they win out, you know, they, they get seven and seven. Um, some of these teams play each other. Uh, Jacksonville. Ten and seven, you mean? Yeah, ten and seven. Right. If they went out, they'd be ten and yep. seven. You've got a ton of teams at eight and six. I mean, this is just going to be crazy. You got Buffalo. You've got Cincinnati. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, and Houston all at eight and six. Can you believe that? I mean, unbelievable. It is. It's, you know, it, but that's what the NFL wants that, you know, they want, they want, uh, you know, 28 of their 32 teams fighting for a playoff spot at this point in the year. Yeah. You know? I mean, the only teams that are really out of the picture right now are the Jets in New England, yep. Tennessee, yep. and then. L.A. Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, so basically, what is that, five teams? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, five out of 16 teams, Mike, are basically done. So you've still got 11 teams vying for, what is it, seven? Yeah. Playoff spots. That's it. It's going to be interesting down the stretch. I mean, we we did ourselves – a good thing yesterday in winning that football game and going forward, you know, we get one more win and we're almost a lock basically for the playoffs. So one more win and boy, I'll tell you, it'd be nice to, to get that win on Christmas Eve, right? Sure would. Cowboys looked a little beatable yesterday, didn't they? They did. They did. They got annihilated. Annihilated. <laughs> however you want to say it. They got destroyed. Buffalo made them look silly. And, Mike, they beat them running the football yesterday, which, is, which was extremely interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, they ran all over them. Uh, it wasn't a lot of Josh Allen passing. You know, it was more the running game that did it. Josh, you know how many yards? Take a guess at how many yards Josh Allen had passing yesterday, Mike. Just throw a number out there. I couldn't even begin to guess. 230. Uh, try 94. Yeah. <laughs> Nine, when was the last time you saw Josh Allen throw the ball 15 times? He was 7 of 15 for 94 yards, and they That's won crazy. 31 to 10. Yeah. And, you know, I talk about this on a consistent basis, about these numbers that people throw out all the time. 
90, if you told me Josh Allen was going to throw for 94 yards and they were going to beat Dallas by 21 points, nobody would have believed that, right? You're Josh right. Allen won't throw for 100 yards and, and they're going to beat Dallas by three touchdowns. Yeah, okay. Well, there you have it. They went out. They had an outstanding game plan. Cook, who I talked about earlier, had 179 yards rushing, Mike. Yeah, and, and then that's the difference. And then Ty Johnson, his backup, had 54 yards, and Tavius Murray had 11. I mean, they 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 ran for over 200 some odd yards yesterday. I mean, 266 to be precise. That is a ton of yardage. Now, what are the Dolphins thinking? Oh, we're licking our chops with A. Chan and and Mostert, right? Yeah, going into going in the next week's game. I mean, that's what you got to look at. Wow, their run defense really isn't that good. Um, you know, maybe that's how they attack them. So that's that's for Wednesday's show. But um, it was interesting because the Cowboys are not the same team on the road. So it gives you a, a, a lot of hope. You know, a couple of weeks ago when we talked, Mike, you know, all of us said, man, we're going to – I don't think we're beating Dallas. We don't have a shot in hell. But, you know, looking at them now and seeing some vulnerabilities that they have, there is a chance that we could beat them. They're vulnerable. Um, it's just a matter of what the game plan is and how they plan to attack them. I mean, I don't think they're going to beat them strictly running the ball. They're going to have to mix it up. And uh, two is going to have to be sharp like he was, to, you know, yesterday. Yes, absolutely. Let's just yeah. hope, Mike. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say yesterday and, you know, t- uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. We, we've got to just hope that Tyreek's back for the game. Yes. And I'm, and I think he will be. I he, would expect he, that he was almost a go this week, and I would expect Hunt to be back as well. And um, we didn't come out of this game with any glaring injuries, thank goodness. You would think that um, Elliot will be back because he was in concussion protocol, so you would think that he'd be back. And you they didn't miss him. No, I mean they they actually played pretty well back there yesterday mm-hmm. simply because of the pass rush. You know, they weren't really challenged and when they were, they were just floaters up there. Brandon Jones two interceptions yesterday. Yep. Great. I mean, great, great, great to see. You know, but again, you know, Holland hopefully comes back. I mean, listen, we've got guys that are hurt right now that when they come back are going to be major major players down the stretch here for us, without a doubt. I mean, you know, we we, we won a football game 30 nothing yesterday with a lot of key guys out. So this team is more than capable. We get healthy for this game against Dallas next week. Um, we're in pretty good shape. Well, I don't I know how healthy confident. we're going to be, Lewis. Yeah. Tyreek will make a big difference. Yes, of course. But, uh, you know, two has got to have protection. So hopefully we get alignment or two back. Um, and on defense, you know, you, you would prefer your starters back, you know, so we'll see. As they say, every team has injuries. That was a fun win yesterday, uh, you know, but you, you got to be looking towards next week, you know, and that's, that's going to be a challenge. Uh, you know, the bill showed, you, you know, Dallas may be a little bit vulnerable, as you said, so we'll have to see if we can capitalize on that. Yeah, I mean, as I watched the game yesterday, Mike, I mean, I I was like, wow, you know what? We can do something against this football team. I mean, they came into that game yesterday just looking really, really strong. 
and Buffalo just knocked them back down to earth on both sides of the football, mind you. Yeah, Buffalo looked really good yesterday. Let's not let's not take anything away from them. No, by no means, by no means. But that's no excuse for getting dominated the way you did. No, either, agreed. You know, I mean, we we listen. We have played football games this year, and we've gotten beaten. You know, Buffalo handed it to us pretty good up there, but you know, for two two and a half quarters. That was a, you know, back and forth game, you know, Buffalo and the, the game up in Buffalo. Uh, the game up in Philly, we had opportunities. We played just horrible, uh, but we didn't get absolutely dominated. I wouldn't say that. Kansas City, same thing. Right. Um, you know, yesterday, Buffalo absolutely dominated that football team. So, you know, it was, it was a drubbing to say. Agreed. So, Lewis will be back uh, Wednesday to uh, talk about Dallas and uh, uh, break that down a little bit. Yeah, be a lot to talk about. That's a that's a fun team to talk about. So yeah, they got a lot of good, lot of that good athletes. Yep, a lot of good football players. On Mika both Parsons, sides. beast. Worry, worry about that guy. Yep, Armstead, so, Armstead, take yep. care of him. Yep. Alrighty. All right, Lewis, thanks uh, for joining me today, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday, as I said, and until then, fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, Fin fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right. Until next week, be well and take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.